eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Good morning. It is Thursday, January 6th. You are listening to the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. My name is Lance Glenn. We are a few weeks from the traditional signing period, and one program that has a lot of buzz heading into it is Miami. Mario Cristobal left Oregon to head to Miami to take over as head coach, and immediately the program has seen dividends on the recruiting trail. A commitment from Nigel Kelly and flipping Jalil Skinner from Alabama certainly brought some juice to the Canes recruiting under Cristobal so early on in his tenure. And look, let's be real. We all know how good a recruiter he is, and, and none of what he's accomplished so far is really all that surprising to most people. So to talk about all of this success so far, to discuss some remaining targets, and even look at 2023 a bit, I am now joined by Gabby Yerudia, who covers Miami recruiting for 24-7 sports inside the U.com. Gabby, how are we doing? Thanks so much for coming on. Absolutely, Lance. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me, man. So Gabby, I mentioned in my intro, obviously a lot of buzz surrounding Mario Cristobal's return to Miami and his recruiting prowess overall was just put on display so early in his tenure leading up to and during the early signing period. Now that we are about a month past his hiring and multiple weeks past the early signing period, what's that buzz like now? You know, Is it still as strong now as it was back in early December from fans of the program and, and recruits that are obviously considering the Canes too? Man, I would say people are really excited. Uh, you know, people got really, really excited when he came on board. Just what he's done since arriving at Miami and how quickly he was able to do it just has people really, really excited. Uh, you know, there's a lot of big name targets that they're trying to close on here down the final stretch. Really, people at Miami, people following the program, just feel confident in this staff's ability to close with anybody. You know, they feel like they can recruit with just about anybody. The fans are extremely excited. Again, a lot of big time dudes that are there that they're sort of you know whale hunting for and. And, you know, it's different, you know, with uh, with the previous staff's sort of recruiting approach, it was, you know, really small high school class. Let's go transfer heavy. Mario Cristobal came in here and said, we're not doing that. We're going to see like who's available, who could we realistically have a shot at. And they're going out and trying to get them. And so people are, are really stoked about, you know, how recruiting's going. People have a ton of respect for Mario Cristobal here down here in Miami. Cuban coffee is a big thing. And it the rumor is, is that he basically injects himself with that type of stuff and just works works nonstop. So people are really excited about how, the way he's sort of operating at this point. And, and you mentioned the staff as a whole a little bit there. And the crazy thing about this whole uh, this whole thing and his recruiting is that he's doing it without a lot of his staff, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't right. believe they have an OC. I don't believe they have even a DC yet. So the fact that he's been able to make the strides that he has with still key positions to fill. And I know, look, OC and DC don't recruit as much as the position coaches, let's say, but it's still, you know, 
crucial for if you're a recruit, seeing the kind of style you're going to run on offense, seeing the kind of style you're going to run on defense. So the fact that he's able to make these waves without that, I think really bodes well for when they ultimately do hire these guys in the future. Yeah. And I think that's sort of been Mario Cristobal's MO. I think he want, he is known as a head coach that recruits. He is going to sort of, he's not afraid to sort of, you know, dip into this and, you know, sort of be the guy. And, you know, we don't list head coaches as primary recruiters at 24-7 Sports, but I think that there's an argument that Mario Cristobal might be the primary recruiter on each one of these big guys. I know we're going to get into some, you know, other dudes here that, you know, have jumped on board with Miami, but, you know, Mario Cristobal is personally diving into this recruiting effort himself. Again, no offensive coordinator, no defensive coordinator, a few position coaches. You got Alex Mirabal that's, you know, been helping out, uh, you know, Joe Salavea, the, his defensive line coach at Oregon has been helping him recruit the defensive line. Um, you know, people have talked about Brian McClendon, his wide receiver coach over at Oregon, sort of being the wide receiver coach. But, you know, really it's been Mario Cristobal that's been spearheading this recruiting effort. And it's been really, really cool to watch. So one of the guys I mentioned in the intro was Jaleel Skinner and the fact that he flipped from Alabama to Miami. Can you walk me through that Jaleel Skinner flip? That was obviously such a big deal, getting him to change his commitment to the Canes from the Tide. And anyone you can, anytime you can grab someone committed to Nick Saban, it's obviously going to be a big deal. How was Mario Cristobal able to do it? Because even though he plays at IMG, look, Skinner isn't an in-state kid. He's not a right. Miami guy. He, he's not from the area at all. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, you know, even over the summer of uh, Jillo Skinner took that first official visit and, you know, word coming out of that was that he really did enjoy Miami. It seemed like he meshed well with the players, you know, got to talk to a few, you know, big time Miami guys like David Njoku, Calais Campbell. I really think Miami did a good job with him even early on, but I think Alabama ultimately won out. And, uh, you know, I think credit goes to Stephen Field here. He kept that relationship going. Uh, that's Miami's tight ends coach. He really kept continued to sort of, you know, check in on Jalil, stay in contact with him. And really when Mario Cristobal made the move from Oregon to Miami, it gave him an opportunity to take a second official visit. That was something he took advantage of, which was really the first big step in this flip happening. You know, Jalil Skinner came down to Miami, really spent probably 36 hours, you know, didn't spend the whole Sunday at Miami like some of the other official visitors, but that was enough time for him and his family to decide that, you know, Miami is where he wanted to be. You know, apparently he had a really good relationship with Cristobal while he was at Oregon, but, you know, being in Eugene was just too far. His family's from Greer, South Carolina. I think the distance was a major factor there. So when Cristobal made that move down South back home to his alma mater, I think Jalil Skinner had a renewed interest in Miami. And, you know, he did tell Alabama, hey, look, I'm going down there and, you know, just going to hear what they have to say. And, you know, I think that's one of the pluses with Mario and something that, you know, we've already been able to see from him is if he gets a guy on campus, regardless of his commitment status or regardless of who he is or the previous tie to Miami, I think they feel pretty confident that, you know, they can do a good job getting those guys in person and recruiting them and selling the vision of what this program is. Uh, for Mario Cristobal to do that, really not even, I don't even think it was 14 days into his Miami tenure that he flipped you know, a top 100 talent committed to Alabama. So, I mean, I think that's just, that is just another example of why people are so excited about, you know, what he's going to do down here at Miami on the recruiting trail. And look, we obviously talk about Jaleel Skinner. Nigel Lee Kelly is the highest rated in the class, according to our 24-7 Sports uh, recruit rankings. Kamari Rogers, Wesley Besanth, Chris Graves, Ja'Kerry Brown, and obviously a few others in this group as well. Of the signees right now, are there any that stand out to you as the most ready to make an impact next season? Yeah, there's a couple guys, uh, two guys that you mentioned. I mean, I think Nigel e. Kelly is someone that, you know, like a Fort Lauderdale guy that was probably going to go play for Mario Cristobal at Oregon had he not, you know, made the move down here. Uh, you know, I, I've watched him play a ton of, of just so much on Friday nights. I think he's an absolute, you know, I, I think just he's young. He's not going to turn 18 until 
really his the fall of next year. So while he's playing his freshman season, he's not even going to be he's not going to turn 18 until then. I think he's a really, really high ceiling prospect. Getting him into a college weight room and all that type of stuff with Aaron Feld, who's also came from Oregon. I'm really excited about what he's going to look like in eight or nine months. I think he's someone that can contribute right away, you know, at defensive ends coming off the edge. Another one I'm looking at is Wesley Bassaint, and that's just a depth chart thing. I mean, again, another guy that played at Miami Central, won three straight state state titles uh, at Miami Central National Powerhouse Program, big time program down here in Miami. And, uh, you know, I think he's someone that can come in and compete for playing time as a freshman, another early enrollee that's going to have, you know, seven or eight months to get his body physically ready uh, to contribute. But he's someone, he's another one that I expect to see on the field pretty early on. So look, there are obviously some very talented guys left on the board, not just for Miami, but for a bunch of the nation's top programs. They have nine commits so far, one transfer. Who do you think Cristobal and his staff are targeting ahead of the traditional signing period? Or do you think they could I guess, decide to go heavier in the portal this year because they obviously did come in later and then go more high school starting in 2023. No, I think they're going to go high school heavy. I think that they're really trying to chase these guys. Again, I think they're trying, they're going to try to capitalize on this momentum. I mean, we have, we have a bunch of the 24 seven sports analysts out in San Antonio this week for the all American bowl over there. Two guys that are going to have Miami hats on the table when they announce on January 8th. Uh, Kevin Coleman, who's a top 100 talent. Cyrus Moss, who's a fringe five-star pass rusher out of Las Vegas, Bishop Gorman. A program that Miami's actually had some success recruiting out of when you know they got Bubba Bolden, who was a USC transfer that played there. And then Brevin Jordan, who's catching passes for the Houston Texans now that he played at Bishop Gorman. So you know Mario Cristobal got both of those guys on campus that last official visit weekend before early signing day. Both those guys, again, are... You know, considering Miami, the 24 7 sports crystal ball says Kevin Coleman might pick Miami. Cyrus Moss, they feel like, you know, they have a pretty good shot at. I mean, that's just two of the guys announcing at the game, but you also, you know, Tons of more guys. I can rattle them off real quick. Trevante Citizen, who's another guy at the All-American game. Uh, same goes for Josh Connerly, the five-star offensive tackle out of the state of Washington. Christian Miller, a top 247 defensive lineman at Georgia. I mean, even here in Miami-Dade County, I mean, five-star defensive lineman Shamar Stewart's a guy that they're really trying to attack. They're going to get him on campus for an official visit the last weekend before the traditional signing day on February 2nd. And then, you know, again, just more of the West Coast guys. Some of the Oregon commits, former Oregon commits, uh, four-star offensive lineman Dave Uly. Uh, top two four seven defensive lineman Grayson Halton, top two four seven cornerback Jaleel Florence. Those are three guys that are either committed to Oregon or were committed to Oregon that are gonna come check out Miami. So they're gonna attack the high school scene right now. They want to get you know guys. They want program guys. They're gonna go get you know try to go get their fixes in the transfer portal and you know maybe some you know guys that could help them out right now. But I think Mario Cristobal's plan is to bring in high school talent, develop the high school talent, and bring in the transfers when you have to or if you need to uh, at a certain spot. I don't think they want to be as reliant as maybe this class was set up to be before he actually got to Miami. So Gabby, a couple more from me. And you just mentioned a big name, Shamar Stewart, obviously the five-star defensive lineman from Florida. How How do you feel about him? I mean, how, how do you how do you think uh, or where do you think he's kind of leaning? Uh, how do you feel about Miami's chances? You know, you did say that uh, Miami's going to get him on campus one more time. I'm sure that's going to go a long way in him possibly uh, choosing the Canes for his next destination. 
Yeah, you know, I, I've always felt pretty good about Miami and Shamar Stewart. I do think Texas A&M is probably in the driver's seat. He took a couple, I think three visits over there. One was official. I think he took two unofficial visits. He spent so much time at Miami over the summer. I mean, they did a, a like a barbecue cookout on that first day of June to get all the guys there in person. He was there for that cookout. On, the, on June 2nd, they did one for the underclassmen. He came back for that. So he spent the first two days of June at Miami. He was a regular during, you know, seven, seven on seven events that they did at the school over the summer. He's been to, you know, games. He's been on campus. He's just taken random unofficial visits. He's always been around Miami. I've always felt pretty good there. But I think now that Mario Cristobal is there, I think he gives them the best shot. Again, you still have about a month or so to, you know, really, you know, solidify this. Again, Texas A&M, I feel like it's going to be tough to beat. They're building up some a really ridiculous defensive line class, a potentially all-time great recruiting class. I think that that's attractive to him. But I think if anyone has a shot to sort of flip him, it's going to be Mario Cristobal. They met in person for the first time prior to the early sign period. And, you know, someone that was that was there or was just aware of the situation said that that was the most engaged that he's seen Shamar Stewart with Miami staff. I think Mario Cristobal has a lot to do with that. So, you know, I think that there is an opportunity to close and I'll, I would never count out Mario Cristobal um, in a recruiting battle, especially for guys in South Florida. He's already prioritized keeping those guys home. He's, he's said it multiple times in press conferences already that keeping, you know, the in-state talent, the South Florida talent home is the priority number one. So I think Shamar Stewart's going to get the full court press from, from Coach Cristobal. So Gabby, last one. And I want to look ahead quickly to 2023. So right now Miami has one commit and that's three-star receiver Lamar, Lamar Seymour. Are there any early targets you're hearing for 2023? You know, who do you think Mario Cristobal and his staff could go after to to build next year's class? Yeah, that, that's a that's a that's an interesting question. And really, I, I think the only way to answer it is really everybody. I think everybody's on the table. I think he's gonna take that same national recruiting approach that he sort of had at Oregon. He's gonna bring it down to Miami. He already, you know, if you follow Mario Cristobal ball on Twitter, you'll see that he already he's already promoting an elite prospect day, a sort of like a major junior day now in January. That's scheduled for January 22nd. We have already confirmed that seven five stars in the class of 2023 are going to be there. There's four more prospects that are in the top 247 that have confirmed to us that they're going to be there. Um, you know, it's it's going to be a loaded event. And uh, you know, he's going to bring guys within the state of Florida, outside of the state of Florida, five-star defensive lineman Jaden Wayne from Washington State. He's going to be making his way down to South Florida for the second time to attend that. Um, I mean, you got a bunch of dudes in there between number one rated quarterback Cormani McLean, you know, five-star receiver Brandon Innes, five-star edge rusher Malik Bryant, five-star running back Richard Young, um, a, a bunch of dudes. I mean, just top dudes across the state of Florida nationally. I think that he's going to attack a bunch of those guys. But again, the state of Florida, South Florida, Orlando, Tampa South is going to be what I think it's going to be the area that he tries to lock down completely. And then he's going to try to go nationally and pluck dudes from where he can. That's been his sort of recruiting thing. He did it at Alabama. He did it at Oregon. He's basically done it wherever he's been. So um, he, I think that's going to be the same approach that he takes down here at Miami. You can follow him on Twitter at Gabby Rudia247. He covers Miami recruiting for InsideTheU.com. Gabby, I really appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much for joining me. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much. All right. Miami has a lot of buzz right now as they look to fill their 2022 class ahead of the traditional signing period in February. For Gabby Arudia, I am Lance Glenn. Thanks for listening to this episode of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.